Good morning. Hello, Buddha. How are you today? Do you think you are really Buddha? Yes? No? <laughs> this is the time to get to know how well you practiced during the three days. Are you Buddha, really? Yes? No? Yes, you smiled. <laughs> if you say yes, congratulations. You are a good student. If you say no, you still don't know you are a Buddha. If you don't believe you are Buddha, you cannot practice Buddha Dharma well. Shakyamuni Buddha said, mind is Buddha. It means the Buddha is in your mind. So you are all Buddhas. That's the essence of Shakyamuni Buddha's teachings. But you keep doubting it, saying, but, or, what if your face is shaky like that? It's because you don't have real life experience of enlightenment. So from ancient times, practitioners used to meditate on Zen koans in order to thoroughly understand Buddha's teachings. The most famous Zen koan is, what is this? Or, who am I? Who am I? Who are you? Working on koans helps you to focus your mind and have the power to break through a barrier in your mind. That's the way to go beyond language and thought. Working with koans is not like explaining in words or thinking it through. It is rather like concentrating yourself on koan, koans repeating, who am I? What is this? What is this? That way you can get through to the truth and experience the enlightenment. Sotesan, the founding master of One Buddhism, told a story. Long ago, there was a gypsy peddler. A gypsy is a traditional Korean sandal made of straw. The gypsy peddler asked the sage, 
what the ultimate principle is. The sage told him, 즉심시불, which means mind is Buddha. But he mistook 즉심시불 for 집신세불, which means three pairs of straw sandals. This is because he was uneducated and was more familiar with Gypsum Sever as a Gypsum Peddler. Can you distinguish Gypsum Sever from Gypsum Sever? Can you? The sound of two words are so similar, it's hard to distinguish, isn't it? So every day he recited Gypsum Sever, which means three pairs of straw sandals, instead of Gypsum Sever, which means mind is Buddha. So always three pairs of straw sandals, three pairs of straw sandals. <laughs> In the meanwhile, one day, his mind was brightened and opened. Soon he clearly realized that mind is Buddha. Is Gypsum Seba a difficult word for you? Maybe because you don't know Korean. Anyway, he kept on reciting three pairs of straw sandals for years and eventually became enlightened. It seems that enlightenment is not so far away. Actually, it's very close to you. But people think enlightenment that is easily attained is not valuable. They seem to value highly something difficult to attain. They tend to think the more difficult to attain the enlightenment is, the more profound the enlightenment is. What do you think? The lesson of this story is that you cannot, you can get enlightenment through concentration and the sincerity of your mind. Concentration, sincerity. The Abhatamsaka Sutra, which in English means Flower Garland Sutra said, just look back. The whole wisdom of Buddha is already available to us. Korean Zen Master Jinul said something like this in his teachings. The Sushimgyal, which means the secret of cultivating the mind. This is a great book. He writes, people have been deluded for so long. They do not recognize that their own minds are the true Buddhas. 
so they do not absorb their own minds while seeking the Buddhahood. It's so sad. They do not recognize that their own nature is the true Dharma. So they try to get the Dharma from remote sages. If you seek the Buddhahood and the Dharma with such delusions, the ordeals you may go through will be of no use to you. What kind of ordeals can you imagine? Can you practice severe asceticism such as burning yourself, crushing your bones, and exposing your marrow, writing a sutra with your own blood, never lying down to sleep, eating only one meal a day, studying through the entire collection of sutras? Could you endure any of the above ordeals? I bet none of us can. Actually, you don't need to go through all those ordeals. Just know your own mind. You have already. And then you will grasp countless teachings like grains of sand in the Ganges. And you will understand the infinite subtle meanings without even seeking them. That is why Shakyamuni Buddha said, observing all sentient beings, I see they are fully endowed with the knowledge and virtues of the Buddha. He also said, every illusion of all sentient beings arises from the completely awakened, wondrous mind of the Buddha. So you have to know that you cannot attain the Buddhahood apart from this mind. This was the teaching of a Sushimgal text that I just read. You must know the Buddha is not far away. You must not seek Buddhahood outside of your mind. If you know what the Buddha is and what the Dharma is, you would not need to seek them outside. Now, let me give you an analogy. Someone went outside looking for spring and wandered around all day. No matter how hard he tried, he couldn't find it, so he came back home exhausted. The moment he saw plum blossoms in his garden, he realized, aha, spring is in the blossoms here. Here is another analogy. 
A boy beggar went begging to a rich house, and the owner of the house was surprised to see the boy, because the boy was his son who had been missing. The rich man ran out to meet the boy with joy, but the boy became frightened and ran away. Since he didn't know he was so rich, he had no choice but to live as a beggar all his life. Likewise, if we don't know we are Buddha, it is like a beggar sitting on a pole of gold while begging for spare change. The Iran Sang, one circle image, represents the Buddha nature. Sotesan said that Ilwan, one circle is the original source of all things in the universe, and the mind seal of all the Buddhas and sages, and the original nature of all sentient beings. In Korea, there is a saying that we say to ourselves, wake up, original mind. Everybody says or hears this phrase almost every day. Here are some similar phrases. I lost the original mind. I am out of my mind. Is there a similar saying in America? I think it is get a hold of yourself. Not exactly the same, but. <laughs> Ever since I was young, I've been saying and hearing these remarks always. At that time, I didn't know. I didn't think much about them. Now I realize these remarks have serious meanings. Wake up, original mind. It means you should restore the Buddha nature. You can restore the Buddha nature like this in everyday life. You can do it anytime and anywhere. You can do it right here and right now. Nowadays, according to the latest integrated neurology. Meditation can cure human diseases and change even DNA. Through meditation or mindfulness, you can change your thoughts, change your feelings, and change your senses. In this way, you can change your body, change your brain, change your karma. The first thing we have to do to live a happy life is 
What is this? Meditation. Let's leave it at that and get started with meditation practice. Would you relax and straighten yourself and close your eyes? Try to focus your breathing on your dungeon. It's at the center of lower belly and let your consciousness follow your breathing and concentrate on your dungeon. But do not apply any force. Try to be comfortable and natural. Just be conscious. Try to direct comfortable breathing. Consciousness and energy onto the dungeon. And let go of everything. There is nothing. There is no past, no future. There is neither I nor you. This is a state of no Buddha and no mind. In this state, you can smile naturally. Try smiling. Now at this moment, there is only awareness. You will be there for a while. Stay where you are. Only this moment exists right now. This is where I really am. Stay there for a while. Open your eyes. And this is the place that connects to everything else in the universe. If you are to name this state, you can say that it is the place of Buddha nature and the place of true emptiness. In Zen Buddhism, this is not a place expressed by language and thought. This place is conveyed from the heart to heart without relying on words or thoughts. So Zen Buddhism clearly presents these three principles. Non-dependence on words. Non-dependence on words. Mind-to-mind communication. Attaining enlightenment through realization of self-nature. Shakyamuni Buddha actually demonstrated this. At the time, the Buddha had just begun to morning Dalma talk. He was holding up a lotus flower given to him by a poor shoemaker, Sudas. 
like this. Everyone sat waiting for the Dalmato, and the Buddha was still staring at the lotus flower. About an hour later, the disciples got anxious and wondered what was going on. Buddha is waiting, watching, just watching only that lotus flower. Does that flower have a magical power? At that moment, one disciple, Mahakasapa, burst into a smile without saying a word. He was the only attendee to catch the Buddha's message that day. Shagamani Buddha called Mahakasapa and gave him the lotus flower. The Buddha said, I am not simply giving you a lotus flower along the, with the fragrance and the color. I pass all of my enlightenment onto you. This is wordless transmission. This is the famous Mahakasapa's smile. This moment is said to mark the beginning of Zen Buddhism. Who smiled today? Is there another Mahakasapa here? I saw everyone smile. So I am giving this lotus flower to all of you now. Did you all get it? Congratulations. Jason, can you take this? I give this flower to you now. For, for all of you, how about we just uh, applaud? <laughs> now, the Dharma talk is over. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I will go on to speak a little more. Okay? <laughs> Sotesan, the founding master of One Buddhism, Thought, a way of doing this mind practice anytime and anywhere. The traditional practitioners thought that they had to leave their jobs and homes to concentrate on this practice. But the true mind practice can always be right here and right now. Every single moment you can look at your mind and trying situations of everyday life. Sotesan said, Zen is a practice that leads to the achievement of freedom of mind through gaining awakening to one's own nature, which is originally 
free from discrimination or attachment. If you intend to practice genuine Zen, you should first take true emptiness as the substance and marvelous being as the function. Externally, you should be unmoving like Mount Tai. Mount Tai means here biggest mountain in the world. So you should be unmoving like Mount Tai when faced with the myriad of trying situations. And internally, you should keep your mind pure and clean like empty space. The place of Buddha nature that we experienced a moment ago is the place of true emptiness. You have to continue practicing mindfulness so that your mind is in the place of true emptiness. Whether you are free or busy, you should make sure your mind is in the place of true emptiness. If your mind leaves this place, you have to get your mind back, in, back to it. As you live your lives, you meet all kinds of trying situations in the form of thoughts, emotions, and senses. You have to look at, think about, and judge things with your mind being in true emptiness. Shall we try again true emptiness? Again, close your eyes. First, relax. And focus your breathing, consciousness, and energy on your dungeon. Only that you know nothing. You don't know even your name. Don't know anything. There is nothing. You have a vivid feeling that you are awake in the state of a true emptiness. A smile appears on your face. Stay still for a while. Buddha's smile appears in your face.
the moment you open your eyes, wow, the place of the marvelous being unfolds, even when you are sick, is also marvelous being. Even if you hate someone else, it's also marvelous being. Even when you get angry, it's also marvelous beings. Even when you are upset, even when you feel uncomfortable, even when you are happy, these are all marvelous beings. If you do your mind practice by taking true emptiness as the substance and the marvelous being as the function, you will find that this world is the mystery itself and the grace itself. So the great Master Sotesan said, this whole world is a grace. Those who fear and find the grace are always blessed and happy. Happiness and grace come from within me. They are of my own making. Likewise, everything is of my own making. In this regard, Buddha said, all things are created by the mind. So my mind is my master. The master of the world and the master of the universe. In order to make this mind study more practical in life, Sotesan especially devised various ways of practice. He taught us to practice three kinds of studies in everyday life. Disturbances, delusions, and wrongdoings arise in response to trying situations as you live. It's very normal to a person who is living in the real world. No disturbance, delusion, and wrongdoing arise for the dead. The same is true of insentient being, like this mic, this table. When are you disturbed? When? When are you deluded? When do you commit wrongdoing? Whenever we are disturbed, we are supposed to give rise to the absorption of the self-nature. Whenever we are deluded, we are supposed to give rise to the wisdom of the self-nature. Whenever we are doing wrong, we are supposed to give rise to the precepts 
of the self-nature. Whenever disturbances, delusions, and wrongdoings arise, it is a good opportunity. So it's a grace to feel gratitude for. Whenever you meet the trying situations or difficult situations, stop your mind for a moment. Breathe deeply. And focusing on your dungeon and return to the original mind, the Buddha nature. Then you can make right choices based on wise thoughts. If you continue such a practice, you will accumulate the power of cultivation, the power of inquiry, the power of choice. Every moment you are the Buddha, every moment the whole world you live in is full of grace and mystery. Let's start the meditation once again. Close your eyes. Breathe deeply with your consciousness and energy focused on your dungeon. And let go of everything. Stay in that state with a smile. It is the place connected to the whole universe. It is the place for communicating with the universe. Just let go of that mind. Only that you know nothing. Please stay still. Now open your eyes. This world is new. This world is full of grace. This is a true core. This is the essence of Zen meditation. Thank you.